powered by Riverside. Oh, hey everybody, calm down. Just calm down. Uh, my name is Josh. Welcome. This is the uh, Sad Fan Podcast, where we talk about. What's uh, the good and the bad and everything that made us sad in sports town? Uh, I'm not Fry. I'm being Josh today. <laughs> really could have fooled me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is, uh, say hi, guys. Hi. Yep, that's them. Uh, so <laughs> let's start with uh, Westicles. What uh, made you sad? Um, for me, it's uh, it's got to be... This is the third anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. And me and my sister being uh, Blazers fans growing up, it was always, we never really liked Kobe because yep. the amount of times he just uh, stuck mm. it to the Blazers. It's like he had a personal vendetta against us. But um, mm. he was doing some really good things for women's basketball. And um, it was just really sad uh, three years ago when I heard about his him and his daughter passing. Oh, totally. And it's just always kind of stings a little bit, like around this time when you see all the news articles and everything, just because he was so young and he still had so much more to give to the sport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, while I definitely did not like him as a Lakers player, I definitely respected him on the men's national team. I respected what he was doing for the game. You... It was one of those things where you hate the player, but you love their game kind of deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you just had to have some some respect for him. And it is very sad that he and his daughter were lost, um, along with some of the controversies around, you know, everything that his surviving family has had to go through in the aftermath yeah. of, of his crash. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely sad. Yeah, big bummer. Uh, thanks for bringing it up. Uh, yeah. What about you, Chelsea? What uh, made you sad? <laughs> R.I.P. Kobe. So, what made me sad is in the world of football, and as I've mentioned so many times before, like it is getting harder and harder to support the NFL, and mm. even just football generally, but the NFL because of some of the issues with injuries and how seriously they take him. This. There is word that the NFL may be instituting some new rules around some of the different tackles um, and as well as concussion protocols that there's going to be some significant changes in rules, rulemaking over the offseason. But one of the more promising changes looks to be as a result of Tony Pollard's unfortunate injury where he did break. He just absolutely broke his leg. And Josh, yeah. you saw the video. Yeah, I just it saw is... it. He, his leg turned into noodles. It was terrible. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, it was not pretty. And this basically what happened is you have what is called a hip drop tackle, and that is where you you as the tackler go and grab the guy the guy that you want to tackle by the hips, and then you sit down with him. And you bring your Ooh, bring your, your butt down as well as the other player's butt, and it leaves the legs exposed and has mm -hmm. resulted even in Patrick Mahomes, like this type of drop, uh, drop tackle is what caused Patrick Mahomes high ankle sprain. It has caused a number of leg breaks and fractures. I think even um, Jimmy G's broken leg was as a result of one of these type of tackles. 
And the good news is, is that the NFL actually wouldn't be the first professional sports league to ban these type of tackles because this has also been oh. an issue in Australian rugby. Mm. Um, and so they, in Australian rugby, their league has decided that they do not want to actually like stop all forms of like lower body tackles. You can still even grab someone by the waist. You just can't sit down as you're trying to tackle them because that's... Yeah. That motion is what exposes them for such high amounts of injury and some really gnarly, like you said, noodle leg injuries. Yeah, yeah. I, I just watched it so everyone could get my real time reaction. Yeah, it was ungodly. Yeah. yeah, definitely a stomach turning one. So I am really, really hoping that. The NFL does take seriously the number of injuries that have occurred this season and some of the controversies, including, mm-hmm. you know, the outrage that's happened from, yeah. you know, to his multiple concussions. So GG's broken leg, Patrick Mahomes, you know, having an, an injury, yeah. and then Tony Pollard having to leave the game suddenly after his injury. I hope that they do start looking at player safety and taking it very, very seriously and start implementing changes that will make, like, some of us with weaker stomachs (laughs) reconsider, like, you know, actively participating in the NFL and spending money on it again. Like, I haven't spent money on an NFL game uh, probably since, like, 2016, I think, when I saw Mariota play for the Jets. Mm. I mean, I still spend money on... Yeah, but I'm saying for me, though, it's been a long time. And I'm someone who plans my domestic travel around things like football games, Hmm. other sporting events. But I haven't I haven't gone to a professional football game in in ages because of like some like I said, some of this weird thing. But I still do the game. But the more the more protective rules I see in place that actually makes sense. Yeah. Well, there's I I would be happier with the game. I will say, like, the NFL doesn't celebrate the big hits anymore. Like, they used to, like, on all the adverts and stuff like that, it would just be, like, clips of people getting their head, like, getting their bells rung, like, over and over. And and they don't do that anymore. Like, they've stopped doing that, which is, like, they've stopped trying to advertise it. Yeah. I would say that's only been in the last few years, though. Yeah. The things are starting to change. And I think baby steps. And I think honestly, a big part of the changes though are these these social media viral clips of just you know mm-hmm. ten seconds here, fifteen seconds here, where people are like, "Oh no, 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 yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah." And media so is making it more social seeable. media is not a bad thing. Yeah. No, there's good things yeah. that come with that, and you know, like. My first thought was questions of like, okay, then what is a tackle? Like, it, where do you draw the line? And like, it's it's a really thin line you're walking to, for it to be a fair thing. But um, you know, like the rules have always changed a little bit here and there. Like the president yeah. has intervened once upon a time to make it less violent because kids were fucking dying. They're like high school or college kids. They were just dying all the time. Yeah. And like, I forgot the guy's yeah. name. Maybe you guys know, but '80s time frame, like. I think he was D-line, and he would just smack people right off the snap but with his bicep. He hit their helmet as hard as he could, and then he, they're all this oh. and he walks right over them. So, like, that used to be legal, to just, like, ring someone's bell before the fucking play, or as the play starts. To right. clothesline them, yeah. Yeah. 
That's um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and think that that used to be legal, and there's like there's no way you can just yeah. hit people in the head anymore. <laughs> so there's right. always going to be violence. We don't have to like just draw the line at people just breaking their ankle once in a while. Like that's a really dangerous move. So something should be done. It's going to be fine. It's not just like one freak incident though, right? Right. It's not yeah. one incident of someone spraining their their knee, and I know that this is like we're. Fry kind of considers me to be like a little bit of a wuss, right? Like, <laughs> like a weak stomach for the game. But the, I just know that. I mean, like, I've I've seen way worse injuries than the Tony Pollard injury, and it's like those sure. are always going to happen. You know, it's always going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but, yeah. but if but, there's like, one specific movement that is right. repeatedly exactly over and over, like the bicep to the head, and, but yeah, even yeah. like game, on the. There's an on the worst case or the best case scenario, that move in particular, the way you sit down and bring the the inertia straight downward, it's guaranteed long term problems for the spine. I mean, that's that's goes without saying in the NFL, I suppose. But like, just that it, it for, doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem like it for should both be players. Yeah, for both for, players. It, yeah. Like you're talking about back damage, but yeah, for both the person being tackled and yeah. for the person pulling them down. Yeah, let's I, protect everybody. Yeah, sometimes you need to protect players from themselves. And if this motion, if this, you know, action of like sitting down as you tackle someone is, you know, in 25% of games, there's like a major injury where someone needs to be out for like the rest of the game, the next day, or like needs surgery. Yeah. You should absolutely do something about it. And there have been a lot of these injuries this season. Mm. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a good move. It's sad that, you know, he had that horrible injury, Tony Pollard, and mm-hmm. um, I here's to hoping that the NFL does something about it. Yeah, let's do yeah. something about it. Hopefully he makes a full recovery, so. No, totally. Um, I'll go brief with what Mimi said, because I don't really know much about it. I just recently heard that uh, the WWE potentially might get sold to some Saudi prince or something like that, a trillionaire in the desert. Um, not necessarily yep. sad that that's happening particularly, but just the changing of hands is always risky. So, you know, it's, I mean, it, I, yeah. I think, I think he should just stayed out of it and stayed retired and let his daughter and son-in-law run everything. Right. Yeah. yeah I was going to say thing, it's, it's not surprising. It's yeah. Vincent yeah. man strong arming his way back into the WWE just so he can extract as much money out of the sale. And mm-hmm. He's going to the highest bidder, and unfortunately, it's the Saudi prince from you know who decided after like because there were a couple like random matches starting in like 2016 that started going over 2016 17 that started yeah, going over started Saudi doing, Arabia like, pay-per-views over there yeah randomly so weird yeah and so didn't he wrestle that uh, Logan Paul guy or Chet, the other Paul Aaron Paul one of the Pauls wrestled oh. in WWE over there yeah and Logan yeah I think it was Logan Paul. I yeah. can't keep yeah. these and it's Well, it's like the first time they didn't even let the women wrestle there. and But now right? they can, but they have to wear, like, long-sleeve shirts. <laughs> and it's it's silly. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guys Which are is, still just, like, walking around in Speedos. Like. Yeah. It's totally compatible with how we view women's wrestling in the United States. <laughs> I mean, it's actually, like, if you mm. compare it to the 90s to now, like, in the 90s, they were doing, like, bra and panties match, and now, like, the women are doing, like, cage matches and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're doing some real acrobatic shit. 
Yeah. Times have changed. Yeah. Times have changed. All right, well, let's get into it then. Uh, what else is going on these days? Um, NFL playoffs. Oh, NFL playoffs? Who's the best <laughs> yeah. player on the playoffs? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Patrick Mahomes, but he has a sprained mm. ankle right now. So mm. um, sprained. I think that completely changes that dynamic. And besides, the Bengals have had the Chiefs number for like the last like couple of years now. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and along with, you know, the injury talk, the, one of the problems that I see with Mahomes, even though he's saying that, you know, his practice, to, I think it was today or yesterday, went better than expected, is that the sprains evident on an MRI. And I've, ha- I've had sprains and I've like, you know, crutched my way into the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. You can't see them if they're just inflammation on an MRI. Like there has to be some serious ligament damage in order right. for you to be able to see that. to see it. I'm not saying that like, cause I'm not Alex, I'm not, you know, a PA or, you know, anyone who looks at radiographs all the time or MRIs, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say that it seems like there is actually damage there. That's it's not going to get fixed in the next, I don't know, couple days. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, bro? Figure it out. Mahomes. No, Come on, uh, tape it's, it up. Like he can, he can say it's fine all he wants. You know, I mean, they're gonna tape it up. They're gonna inject him with painkillers during the game, but he's still not gonna be a hundred percent. And I think that's mm. gonna be the deciding factor. Yeah, I think Bengals are gonna walk away going to the Super Bowl again. So you think that Mike Hilton? <laughs> you think Mike Hilton is uh, appropriately calling Arrowhead Stadium Burrowhead? Yep. What's that all yeah. about? Okay. Well, Joe Burrow. So oh, okay. the Joe Burrow, yeah, the Bengals quarterback, he hasn't lost in the Kansas City Stadium yet. I think hmm. this is his third year, and he hasn't lost there yet. So uh, they've been calling him Burrowhead. Burrowhead? Arrowhead Stadium. Instead so. of Arrowhead Stadium, which... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a separate thing. We <laughs> really need an offensive stadium name. But, um, Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, well, so will someone please give me credit, though, for calling mm-hmm. the Bengals even getting to this point? Did That's you? True. I had you the Bills. It? I thought the Bills were going to pull it out. Good job. Yeah, good job <laughs> last week. Uh, Fry was wrong as well. I think he, he had the Bills winning the Super Bowl, didn't he? I think he did have the Bills. Did? He did have the Bills. That's what I just heard oh. about. Yeah, so um, he does have the Chiefs winning this game, and I'm I don't want to be like I don't think the Bengals are actually going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to get there. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I. But yeah, Fry I has the see, Chiefs. I don't see the Chiefs winning. Oh. Yeah. The other Fry game. says um, he calls Chiefs and Niners. That's what he wants to pick his his number one footballs. The other game. Eagles 49ers. So I I thought the Cowboys were going to win. I called the Cowboys beating the 49ers. I was wrong. So I'll take the L for that one. Um, I freaking hate the 49ers being a Seahawks fan. And Mm. I would love for nothing more than to see the Eagles just put an ass whooping on the 49ers. And I hope Brock Purdy comes down to reality. I'm sorry. There's no way this random rookie from Iowa State last pick of the draft is good enough to win a freaking Super Bowl. I'm putting all of my like, credibility on the line and saying mm. he's not winning a Super Bowl. Okay. Um, 
I'm actually going to, you know, predictions. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Um, just because I do think that the pressure will start to get to a rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, it's got to. I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's as bad as my brother thinks he apparently is. Like, just because, mm. I mean, like, how many? Please, how he's, many, he's one of the better rookie quarterbacks. Okay, absolutely. But how many no-namers join up on practice squads out of North Dakota State University? Mm. So many. I don't even know why. Like, these guys come out of nowhere sometimes, and they end up going into the league. So, I mean, and making an impact, actually, and starting games. I mean, Josh Allen was from Wyoming. Exactly. So sometimes, yeah, being from these others, from these non five, He whooped his ass. From these non P five schools, uh, yeah. that you can end up with, you know, pretty good guys who, once they fit into a system that works for them, like yeah, Josh Allen in Wyoming might not have. And they have well. good coaching. <laughs> yeah, but once he gets coached up into the NFL, actually has <clears throat> some substance, can do some things. Yeah, but I will say the one good thing though about the Bengals winning is we avoided the whole um, neutral site AFC championship game, which I'm sure the league would have tried to use as a testing run for doing that going forward, like a little mini Super Bowl before the actual Super Bowl Mm. try and make a big spectacle out of it. Which So. So I had to go back because it actually made me so mad. I was like, okay, if they're like tied or something like that, can't we just do like a random number generator? Can't we just do a coin flip? And apparently the issue comes out of the Bills-Bengals game getting canceled with yep. DeMar Hamlin's injury. So apparently the rules for a neutral site AFC championship game or any NFC championship game would have been if both both things happen, where each team played a different number of regular season games and the lower-seeded team could have been the number one seed if they had played a full 17-game regular season. Yeah, and honestly, it still feels weak to me. Like you should have just given it. I understand, like that the Bengals, you know, were in a weird spot because, or sorry, the Bills were in a weird spot because they didn't play the right number of games, right? Yeah, but to just have it in the middle, like nowhere. Well, it's in Atlanta, so they chose originally. They wanted Indianapolis because that's like literally like dead in between the two but they ended up choosing so at so indianapolis had a volleyball tournament like some big national volleyball tournament going on and so they were like we can't do it and so which is like probably the first time ever that volleyball has like out prioritized football in anything <laughs> in the u.s <laughs> mm. um and so they ended up choosing atlanta which, even though, like, it's, like, kind of out of the way, it's still the same amount of, like, drive time, like, for both of the two. It was, but like, I mean, nine, ten hours driving or something. They ought to have it in a dirigible, 3,000 feet in the air. <laughs> um, the ultimate spectacle. Everyone riding unicycles. <laughs> just doing something crazy. Because I, I just, I still don't get it, though, because... You got a week notice for anyone who is dying to go to this game. You've got a week mm. notice to figure out your travel plans, which is just in Looks this like economy, not yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, 
you know, what do you do? And yes, I understand like, you know, teams, there's no guarantee of whether your team is going to play at home during a playoff starts because of, you know, just we can't have, you know, best of five in football because that would just be murder. But, um, yeah, I mean, but why in the, in Atlanta, we, who is going to show up from either Buffalo, New York, or from Kansas City? Well, so the, one of the reasons I think why they also chose Atlanta is because Atlanta has the largest, busiest airport in the United States. I yeah. mean, it serves the mm-hmm. most destinations out of there. And so it's an easy place to get to if you're flying. Yeah, but you know what would be cool? Football championship game. It would be cool if, like, what no, would be that, cool? was in, that was in LA. That was so fine. Oh. I think Atlanta was last year. What if they had like a combine, just a mini combine, um, right before the game, and that decides where it's going to be? Like, if my team wins the combine, <laughs> whoever's got the most Oklahoma drills and all the sprints, that would sell tickets. <laughs> now you're making millions of dollars. You're welcome. <laughs> You know, you should just be the ideas generator. Uh, yeah, bad ideas. Yeah, yeah. just start churning them out. <laughs> make I, him I do, know, make him do like Ninja Warrior or something. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> I know the address. Make the offensive linemen do Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Just keep, keep putting. The, I mean, no, honestly, what, if the NBA All Star Game can be so much fun because of all the dumb, stupid things they make the players do, why mm-hmm. not? Why not? Yeah, that's true. They Let's do have to get involved with a lot of stuff. What's this uh, stuff yeah. I'm hearing about Shannon Sharp? He tried to fight all of the Grizzlies. Physically? Not just one. Like, the whole team cleared the bench. Well, no, he, he got... It was just jibber-jabber, but... Oh, jibber-jabber. I'm not really... I, sh- I haven't heard this. So, what's going on? Okay, so, Shannon Sharp was at a Grizzlies game. He's in the front row, right? Yeah. And he says something... To one of the players, and you're going to have to look up the story because I actually did not look at it right before this. Mm. But so the as they're going to like halftime, and the, one of the players turns back around, looks at Shan Sharp, and then all of a sudden, like all of his dudes come and back him up, and all of a sudden, Uh-oh. everybody's yelling at Shannon Sharp, and coaches are and the refs are trying to pull everybody apart. Because Shannon Sharp is just sitting there in his grandpa sweater and dad jeans, just yeah, like being oh, an old, or something. old man yelling at the child. Kind of <laughs> thing. Yeah, you go to hell. Pissed enough. <laughs> yeah, it's something, something like that. I'm pissed enough people off that turn into a, a kerfuffle on a cool uh, on the sidelines there. Yeah, Oof. very cool. Jeez, what are you doing? Just like keep it to yourself. Yeah. Right? Like just and because just because you work like in the sports business doesn't give you like he wasn't even an NBA player he was a football player like why what gives you like the right to like start talking trash to the players or whatever like yeah. just because you're in the sports business sit your ass on the sideline enjoy the yeah. view enjoy your seats and shut up just have a cheeseburger so, bud speaking yeah, of sports commentators being absolutely ridiculous and sticking their themselves inserting themselves into situations and rather than just simply commentating on it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Skip Bayless's comments about the Cowboys? Skip? This week? He has 
Yeah, he's also so he is also the host of Undisputed with Shannon Sharp. So yeah. they've oh, yeah, yeah. been it's a giant clown show. Morons this week, and Skip Bayless today said that the Cowboys' loss this weekend was the worst loss of his lifetime. So he's in tears here. He he was crying about it. Mm-hmm. Well, about a football game. On TV. What a cool guy. And this is, I'm glad. this is Skip Bayless, who during, in the middle of the DeMar Hamlin situation also interrupted everyone and was like, yeah, but what about the game? Like, what do we do about finishing it off like <laughs> this late in the season? I mean, yeah. what would you, there's too much on the... He's like... He's like the Trump of like sports reporting. He just like says like loud, obnoxious crap just to get like clicks and reactions. Didn't he like, say that yeah. mean thing to Shannon Sharp like a week or two ago? I saw that briefly where he said something about Shannon Sharp being mediocre or something like that. Oh, because yeah. Shannon Sharp, I think, was like uh, talking about God, what was it? Tom Brady being well, oh, Shannon Sharp didn't even. I think it was oh, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, I think it was about Tom Brady, and then like. Shannon Sharp or whatever basically like went off on him or whatever. Yeah, that's really weird. Said like, "Oh, you'll never be as good as Tom Brady." And he's like, "I never yeah, said I would." Why did you have to say that? First of all, yeah, <laughs> Nuts. everyone knows that. Absolutely, it's true Nuts. for everybody. This guy, this guy is crazy. But while we're on the topic of the of Skip Payless and his poor Cowboys, um, yeah, I do have. A small update on the Cowboys, and that would be on quarterback Dak Prescott. His mm. girlfriend dumped him this week. Oh, <laughs> seriously? So, do we think it was because of the interceptions? I mean, you know, this, this guy's life is just falling apart at the moment, and I think he's just got a nice long off season ahead of him. Of yeah, that sucks. Just um, being geez. in his feelings. <laughs> just go to Miami for a few weekends, bud. Yeah, right? Yeah, he'll Pops find someone new. Jeez. He's got plenty of money. Yeah. Um, yeah that sucks, though. I mean, probably like the it, most devastating loss of your career, and then just to yeah, pile right. it on. So so I have questions about about the Cowboys, right? Because they had this huge loss and everyone's like really upset about it. But I mean, we have so many questions about like, so I don't think that they are ever going to come back from this. And I mean, ever in the like, you know, next three to five years kind of sense. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Kellen Moore of notably the Boise State quarterback playing on the blue field that I know from my days. That's all I know him from. <laughs> exactly. Is apparently just a genius defensive coordinator. And mm. he's got, I, he last season was interviewing for head coaching positions in a bunch of places and just didn't, just ended up kind of deciding to stick with the Cowboys. But if he's gone and Jack Prescott is just, you know, king of interceptions here and just gets lost in his feelings after his girlfriend dumped him. I think they're going to be just relegated to the dungeons of the NFC. I don't think, I don't think they're coming back. I think that this, this was like the first time they had won a playoff game in like, yeah, a long time. And I don't think that they're going to win one again. Mm. Probably not. I mean, they're going to be, I don't think they're going to be in the dungeon of the NFC. East. I think that's (laughs) going to belong to uh, the Washington football team. Um, Coolest name but ever. I, I think they're going to be like consistent, like bouncing in and out of the playoffs. 
like seven seed, six seed, not making it. Losing See, the game. I, I, think, I think they're going to be out of the wild card race, and they're going to be like twelve. Mm-hmm. I don't like, think not, so. Not like not Texans low by any means. But, like that is just a really sad, horrible pit of despair you never want to climb into. But like they're just they're not going to be good. They're just going to be one of those middling middling. Oh, don't you just hate it when they're middling? Doing a whole lot of anything. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Seven and ten. So you mad. know. Mad. Eight and nine. <laughs> <laughs> but with with the Cowboys out and with a lot of these other teams out, and I'm sorry my computer keeps shaking here. Uh, I have I can't stop fidgeting. Um, I can't stop. Um I do have to I do have to point out that every single quarterback in the championship games this weekend is under the age. It's 27 or younger. So Mahomes is, right? is the old man at 27. Oh. Joe Burrow is 26. Brock Purdy is 23. And Jalen Hurts is 24. And after we've been sitting here, like, arguing all season about Aaron Rodgers and 45-year-old Tom Brady, mm-hmm. it is really refreshing to see no Super Bowl for old men. <laughs> no Super Bowl gen- for old men. We have a new generation of some like young guns, like getting in there and mixing things up, you know, just like a few years out of college, all of them. So yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say about Brock Purdy, but I think, um, I think the rest of them are the future of the NFL. You got Jalen Hurts, mm. uh, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, everyone knows that he's like going to be the next like big star quarterback. You mm. know. Um, and Joe Burrow. So oh. the jury's still out on you, Brock Purdy. <laughs> I have I have an opinion question. If Mahomes was not linked up with Andy Breed, do you think Mahomes would be the Mahomes, or would he be going Mahomes? <laughs> um, is Reed the coach for the <laughs> Eagles? Who is that? That's the name sounds familiar. Uh, he used to be the coach for the Eagles, and then oh. he's the coach for the Chiefs now. The Chiefs, okay. yeah. Um, I don't Crazy. know. Uh, I think Andy Reid is really one of the best coaches in football history. He's up there with uh, Bill Belichick. But, um, and I think that definitely plays a part. Because uh, I think Andy Reid, uh, who was it on the Chiefs that he made look good? I'm trying to remember. Before. Wide receiver. Was it Alex Smith? It was Alex Smith that played for like a year under him. I might be wrong, but. See, this is where we need Fry and his encyclopedia of knowledge right. and knowing like yep. every player from every team and what years they played and when they were traded and what I picture him in was. a parking lot, like an underground parking lot in his car watching this screaming at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so 2013 to 2017, he was with the Chiefs. Oh, okay. And so, let's see, when did Andy Reid take over? Man, I'm sorry to get His 2015 would have been a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's been the head coach since 2013, yeah. So he, oh, I mean, he okay. made them look, he made Alex Smith look pretty good. And Alex Smith okay. was garbage when he came out. Because he was, what pick was he? Yeah, yeah, he was the first round pick. Or he was mm. the number one pick in 2005 for the Niners. And he was garbage. Yeah, uh, but he then he went to the Chiefs, anything. and he was great until he had that okay. horrible injury that almost killed him. Mm. Yeah, danger. 
NFL just chews people up and spits them out. Okay. What about some basketball? Yeah. Well, basketball. What about some basketball. Dane yeah. and Lillard are uh, Blazers, homie. Sixty Dang. points. Join the sixty points like in a game. Yeah. yeah, against the Jazz. Holy poop! He's he's only the fifth player in NBA history. Sorry, I've got a lot of factoids here that I had to type out beforehand because, like I Nerd. said, we didn't we don't have fry this weekend. <clears throat> but yeah. um, he's only the fifth player in NBA history to reach sixty points four or more times. He joins Wilt, wow. Kobe, James Harden, and Michael Jordan for that honor. But this 60-point game was actually a little bit more special because it was consider- it's considered the most efficient 60-point game in NBA history. It was yeah. scored off the back of nine three-pointers, and he shot 72%. So the amount of shots it took him to get up to 60 points was actually pretty low. Yeah, Efficiency. 72% shooting is – that's insane. So, yeah, it is. That's, I'm surprised LeBron wasn't on that list. Right, but, but he's huh. he's had like some a lot of forty point games. I feel like, but this sixty yeah, point so, is like a kind of a barrier. Yeah, so LeBron is the first player in NBA history to score forty points against all thirty teams. Damn, and he Damn. is, and he's also one hundred fifty points away from becoming the all time scoring yeah. leader in NBA history. Oh, really? Who's he beating? Um... Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Green and Georgia so he passed Carl Malone uh, earlier this season, I believe. So that's um, he's getting old. He's getting up in uh, Tom Brady years. Um, and yeah, well, he and I are only a couple months apart. So I mean, he is still a spring chicken. Spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got some. He's not forty. I, I think he's still got a couple years because he's he's barely slowed down. It seems like I've still got a few years before forty. Yeah, at least two. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah, so hopefully there's still a couple more years and we can all enjoy his uh, him playing, you know. I don't know if he'll win another rink. I don't know if he'll win another rink, but it's, uh, you know, when he does retire, it'll be sad. Just like when well, he's, Kobe he's retired and MJ retired. So, yeah. But the interesting thing is, like, LeBron had a kid pretty soon, pretty soon after joining the league. So, there is a chance that he could actually play with his son, but mm. first his son has to go to college, and there are rumors circulating, some pretty good rumors that uh, Oregon is on his top two schools that he's looking to commit to because that remember, would be- he can't do what his dad did. He can't go straight from high school into the NBA. He has to play his one year. Mm. So maybe that one year will but be. But he can Oregon. still make buku bucks in college now. Yes. <laughs> And so, you know, Nike is like, hey, mm-hmm. we got the hookups for you. You're LeBron's <laughs> son. You know, we'll give you your own shoes. Mm-hmm. We'll give yeah. you a shoe yeah. made of Bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, so, what would those look like? I'm oh, that's you have to have special <laughs> glasses for those. <laughs> so hopefully that's the that's like the pushing point, you know, to get LeBron's son to uh, sign to yeah to sign up for Oregon and mm. uh, hopefully he pans out better than Michael Jordan's sons who uh, flopped at UCF. It's got to be wow. disappointing just being the goat mm-hmm. and just knowing that your sons like because they're so spoiled. See, like, this is when I would just push them into college. literally any other sport, any other sport. Just tell them like you can play lacrosse. You can play some, you know, competition, tennis, (laughs) slap comp. Oh, God. 
That's Racing another, hot rod. That's another wheels. something. But yeah, I, it's got to be hard to live up to to your parent being the great, this great, this vaunted legend. And yeah. speaking of vaunted legends and their sons, I think we should go right into the last little bit of news that we have, and it's over from the soccer world. We got a couple soccer, but um, Claudio Reyna is Giorena's father, and he actually played for the U.S. men's national team for a while, had uh, some CONCACAF um, cups, and was selected for various accolades over the course of his career. And it most recently has been the sporting director of Austin FC and is now stepping down because of the drama with Greg Berhalter. And so... Mm. Lee, do you want to do you want to recap like what's going on with Greg Berhalter? Um, I'm not too well versed in this actually. Okay, so luckily, luckily I am. Someone so, did the research, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jiren's mom uh, apparently was really, really butthurt about her son being left out of all the World Cup action. And she did what any normal helicopter mom does and leaked some news about Greg Berhalter. That in 1991, Greg Berhalter got in an argument with his girlfriend, now wife, and at the time kicked her. Now, I did some math on this and 1991 was 32 years ago. Not that saying that, you know, time is a factor, but also if we think about 32 years ago, Greg Berhalter was. 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's when this incident occurred. There have been no kind of sensitive because, I mean, we are talking about domestic violence, but Greg Berhalter's wife eventually, or girlfriend eventually married him. There have been no revelations of anything happening after that. And mm. I don't know about you guys, but like guys when they're 18 are just stupid. Really, really, really stupid. And if he did something dumb, has owned up to it. And there's not been any incident since. I mean, do we kind of just not do like? Yeah. Why? Why is there so much being made out of it? Yeah, like I don't want to like give him a pass for it, but at the same time, like if like he, yeah, like what you're saying, like he owned up to it, and like it was just like a one-off. 31 years ago, you know, and they've been happily married ever since, like, whatever that means, like, then, like, yeah, like, it's really a non-story. Yeah, and, it's, um, and, I, I, I definitely agree with you, and really, owning up to it is the key, but, um, it doesn't have to be some terrible did. secret to hide or anything. Yeah, just say, get over it. I said the same thing about Clinton. If he would have just said, yeah, I did it, that's my personal business, shut up. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not I the mean, same domestic as, violence it's not is a little bit talking about. Yeah, different but. than yeah than adultery, but still, I mean, I I get that it could be like for a lot of people, you know, one one incident is more than enough to not to just completely lose faith faith in this person altogether. But True. for me, like being eighteen, being stupid, learning from your mistakes, and also owning up to it, even you know, thirty two mm-hmm. years later, and saying like candidly, yes, this did happen. My question is, is this shouldn't be the reason why he's no longer the U.S. men's national team coach? 
We have a whole other host and cadre of reasons for him not being the U.S. men's national team. That's not why we coach. hate you. Like, inserting this, yeah, exactly, inserting this shit into the conversation just makes it messy and gross. And mm. so it's affected both Berhalter and now Claudio Arena as he now is being, I, he says he's stepping down, but I have a feeling he's being shown the door after just being a messy drama queen. I, I think for Gio Reyna, the best thing to do is just to kind of get out from his parents' shadow and just let his play right. speak for himself. Mm. Because just, his like, mom... Kind of put this whole, this whole crap behind him. Yeah, because his mom also played for the women's national team. So she's also kind of like... Mm. I think they've all just been in the U.S. soccer world way too long. And yeah. you're right. He needs to go back to the Bundesliga, go finish playing for... What is the name of his team? Because it's not. Oh, Borussia Dortmund. There we go. Thank you. Little The brother who's been in Germany. <laughs> who actually knows <laughs> the Bundesliga teams. But, so to wrap up today, I think we're going to cover a little bit of the Bayern drama. So, what? Are you, are you talking about Manuel Neuer? Yes, I yeah. am. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so well, it kind of starts, the, the story starts a little bit before this. And so Bayern Munich, as you know, Wes, has been like at the top of the Bundesliga forever. They're kind of almost boring to like report. Like 10 years in a row they've won the championship. Exactly. Wow. Yankee but before, so. yeah, before they were there, like a, over a decade ago, they were nicknamed FC Hollywood for just having all of this like spectacular drama everywhere. And so people are saying, like, is this the return of FC Hollywood? Mm. Because some there's been like a whole host of things that have happened recently that are just ridiculous. First and foremost, starting out with right after their World Cup uh, loss, Ger- Germany's World Cup loss, excuse me, Bayern decided to hold their training camp in Qatar immediately following the World Cup, since 16 of the 23 players on Bayern Munich were already at the World Cup on the German national team. So they just held the camp right then and there, right after the World Cup. And reports have come out saying that it was extremely strenuous, very, very taxing on these guys, that there were a lot of minor injuries sustained, that there was a lot of, like, just yeah, they were over. They were run down after this, and just not like just burned out. Basically, after all the lead up to the World Cup, then losing uh, just before the round of sixteen, and just not not performing well. So that was a really really bad move by um, by Bayern's coaching. Um, and then what happened with Newer? Uh, so he decided to go skiing, and I don't, I'm not sure exactly how, but he broke his foot pretty severely. Apparently it was, like, being held together by his ski boot. Um, it was severe bleeding. I'm not sure what the hell this guy was doing skiing that caused that, but, uh, yeah, so he's not going to be playing. So Bayern Munich is in the Champions League, which is restarting. Or resuming in February, so he's not going to be playing. And Newer is their goalie. He's not. Yeah, it, it's not a very easily replaceable position. No, like they, you have like what, like two goalies on an entire team. So like, Eesh. yeah, that's yeah. So he like, broke his ah. tibia. 
He broke his fibula. He's unable to move his leg entirely, like I think below the knee, due to severe nerve damage. He is like completely messed up his leg. And he is 37. This is not going to be... He's done. That's, that's He's not going to play. Age where, yeah, you don't really recover from injuries. Um, but I had the same question you did. What was he doing skiing? Because every, at least in the U.S., every American pro athlete has in their contracts, both with their teams and yeah, with no their fun. endorsements, it's written into their, like, yeah, the, no fun during your right. season. Particularly yeah. during your season, but also during your off season. Yeah, and always the biggest of, one. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do, yeah, if you want to do like risky sports or whatever, you have to get like approval from your team. Yeah, yeah. no skiing, no no skydiving, no like yeah free freestyle bouldering. You know, you just you don't do it because it reminds me so of uh, when Obama finally left office. Not finally when Obama <laughs> left office. Um. I saw him like, paragliding. <laughs> yeah. Or paras- oh, yeah. Parasailing. Like, oh, parasailing. Yeah. And I just imagine him going like, finally. That's my Obama voice. <laughs> I talk like this. I'm Obama. Just like adventure junkie or adrenaline junkie now. Just like oh, yeah. putting on funny. a wingsuit or whatever. Skydiving yeah, yeah, yeah. outside of planes. Or like the rollerblading <laughs> yeah. suit. So you're like flying, flying on your belly <laughs> down the highway. <laughs> Yeah, now that you don't have to worry about designated survivor kind of shit, like, of course yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do stuff like, right? you know, just go crazy with, uh, what's the guy who owns Virgin? Richard Branson. Oh, yeah. Just go nuts right. with him. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's mind-boggling, his injury. and Yeah. So I... what all of this has led to, though, is there in the last three games since the World Cup break has ended and they've mm-hmm. started including the Champions League, like my brother said over here, but including a friendly, they've just drawn. Game after game after game, it's just tied, wow. which is not good. And they're mm-hmm. only up, let me see. So they're on top of the Bundesliga still, but just by three points. And there are five. Wow. And so for every win, you get three points, right? So there's five teams that are all yeah. within five points of Bayern. So if they keep this up, maybe even Giorena's uh, Borussia Dortmund could be in the mix for uh, the <laughs> Bundesliga title, which would right? be an interesting and surprise change but um i don't know it seems like these players are really checked out um including like like one of the guys was just seen at paris fashion week during his one day off last week just decided to fly to paris okay fashion week so yeah i think they're checked out what do you think like do you think that they're gonna gonna i don't think they're checked out but um i wouldn't be surprised if uh they don't win the bundesliga this year Hmm. you don't think they're checked out so they had the world cup all the grueling training for that. Then they have to stay in Qatar and do another like. I mean, it's huge definitely taking a tape. toll on them, um, and it's now, definitely I, been I, a long season because of the added World Cup. So yeah. I don't know. You mentioned having like that I kind said, of schedule and not being a millionaire. That's weird. <laughs> like you better pay me for uh, this. Shit. This is hard work, right? That's still, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think the no. average American has a harder work schedule and <laughs> a lot less pain. Oh, yeah. I think uh, you're probably right. And they have masseuses and such. So they're going to be okay. Yeah. But there's no masseuse that is going to be fixing newer's uh, ankle. I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear that the hardware <laughs> was held together with a boot. But ugh. Well, his, apparently his, uh, his ski boot, like, 
help kind of like keep the bone together. Gross. Or okay. right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. basically a limp noodle hanging in his boat. In his okay, boot. so compound <laughs> fractures where it's like the bone comes out of the skin and yeah. spiral yeah, well. fractures and stuff like that. Like it's just all gross. He just got and a it sounds, fracture. It like... or it's just a yeah. <laughs> just on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this has been a week of like some pretty insane injuries just across yeah. the board. A lot of cringe-inducing ones, as I'm sure my face is shown and well, everyone else's. But... Hopefully, none of us get injured over the week. So, uh, <laughs> and hopefully, your oranges. next week we'll see Fry back, so we can have our sports encyclopedias back. Yeah, yeah, we need that Pokedex uh, head. Uh, the sad fan time. Uh, did we talk about how we reach each other now? Um, yeah. Sad yeah. fan media. Uh, dot YouTube.com. I, I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> the sad fan. On YouTube. The sad fan on YouTube. Fan, all one word. All one yeah. word, though. And uh, you can't find me on social media. Uh, can't find me on social media. Josh? I'm uh, J.R. Berkeley on the gram. That's if, about it. But uh, you, you can also check Josh, me out. Go um, see him on... Where else are you, Josh? Uh, I'm on uh, Gorp. We talk about Gorp. And then uh, Popcorn and Beer is one we started recently, about a month ago. It's doing, going okay. Talking about Sweet. Mayday. Very, very All right, cool. see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about sumo and uh, Hot Wheels racing, marble racing, um, and then D&D <laughs> crafting for dungeons and such. Uh, you guys have a good night. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, we should talk about marble racing here. That's a sport. <laughs>